Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We talk about this a lot on the show. Great to have you. I'm Alex Pearson, but um, we've got a homeless crisis. Newsflash. Um, you know, we've got parks filling up with tents and we got cold weather that is going to be moving in quite quickly. And, you know, the city of Toronto and other municipalities are all looking for solutions, but none of these affordable housing solutions are going to come immediately, uh, or in time for this winter, certainly. But what is the solution, right? And there are all sorts of ideas out there, but we can't have people living in tents. We just can't. And we're not going to get shelter space immediately. And there's always ideas coming up, but it's whether or not they can work or if this requires outside-the-box thinking, which governments are never really good at doing. But my next uh, guest had uh, built cabins in places like Ghana and Tanzania, Indonesia, and thinks that this could be a solution to the affordable housing crisis here in the city. And so he set up this nonprofit called Two Steps Homes with the aim of raising $2.5 million so that he can build 50 cabins on city-owned land that would become housing for homeless people until a permanent solution is made available. This is not something that worked in Hamilton. They had, uh, you know, they had approved something you know, called mini houses, and they were going to put them up, and that got a lot of blowback from the community. So how could this work? Where would it go? And is this an idea worth looking into. Bring in my next guest, who's John Van Nostrand, who's an architect and founder of Not-Profit Two Steps Home. Good to have you. Hi. Good morning. So give me the 30-second elevator pitch um, of, of what you offer that you see as the solution. Right. So we're, we're, at the, we're at the bottom end of the income spectrum, where little energy is going in. Affordable housing, people are that's people up to $70,000, but these are people who are living on ODSP, welfare, et cetera, et cetera. And they're sleeping rough. You know, we know the encampments. We know the tented uh, uh, tents scattered through the parks, et cetera. What we're saying, we're, we're proposing a two-step process. One is based on the fact the city has about 52 sites in Toronto and 18 of them were purchased about 10 years ago for the purpose of affordable housing, but nothing's happened there yet. So we're saying, well, how about we put a, a cabin community, as we call it, so that's a, a series of 50, say up to 50 cabins with shared services on the site, and people from the living on the street or in the encampments can move into that cabin, and then once the building that's supposed to be built on that site, once it gets approved in the you know three or four years it takes to go through the approvals process, et cetera, et cetera, they can move from there into the new building. So that's the second step of the two-step process where they go into permanent housing. So it's pretty simple. Um, 
And it sounds simple. Uh, it's just that you're dealing with government and, and dealing with government. They, they will always get in the way of simple solutions. And I think you'd probably get a lot of pushback from people saying, hold on a second. Now we're going to uh, create the I mean, because other people have tried to do this. But but we saw this in Hamilton where you know, Andrea Horvath yeah. saw, saw the tiny homes as a solution, uh, but it got right. met with a lot of pushback. And so how would you sell what you know well, that the unions would probably come back at you and say, we can't do that. The city would say, we've got liability issues. Like, how do you go well, through all that? The difference though, between those and this, this has a, this is a, a, acknowledges there's a staircase that getting housing is a, is a process. It's not a product. So you can't just put people in a, a camp and, and think it's all, everything solved. What's going to happen in the long run to that camp? So this gives you a second step. We actually are in permanent housing. That's the end goal. And uh, you, you get there gradually, uh, but you also get ready to get there. Like a lot of problems, one of my board members, Sheila Petty, was at, ran, was a COO at TCHC for years. And she says constantly that you can't take people off the street and right into an apartment or a hotel. They're not used to living that way. And yeah, they have to have they, supports. They and the supports are expensive it. and we just don't have enough. So, yeah. Right. And so the... The, the 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 process of being in the encampment allows you to get you become a client of the people who are building the long term housing, right? Because you're going to live there, so you're 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 participating in it, um, and it's and it's the second step is you, you get a solid place to live. Yeah, look, I, I think from there you go on to, you know, the third step and the fourth step, which are I get in, end up in a rental apartment or own apartment or whatever you can. And it's not just uh, homeless people. It's also immigrants or newcomers to the country and um, um, refugees and people that we don't know. We haven't really got a clue what to do with them. You know, this all happened between 1900 and 1950 in Toronto. Old Toronto was my family had a farm on uh, around uh, Ossington and College. And it got subdivided by people coming immigrants coming from England who got a lot and built a little house and an outhouse at that point, there were no toilets and then gradually built up the houses that are there today. But we're, we've lost touch with that, that it, it's a process. Yeah. It happens gradually. We, we don't Not have a step. response, um, all, all hands on deck response. We just don't, we don't know how to do it. Well, some no. of us do, but governments don't know how to do it. Hence the crisis that yeah. you know, they knew was coming. And, and here we are. Well, in. We're, Let we're me ask, cause I know through I, the city. Yeah, I so, mean, we're working with the city on this. So are so. you already, because I'm going to run out of time, I just want are you talking to Toronto, the city of Toronto? Have you talked to Mayor Chow? Yes. Is she open yes. to this idea? I'm in touch with them. Uh, I mean, we this originated as a, two years ago, as what's called an unsolicited proposal to the city of Toronto, which is an unusual way, but it's been there for two years. Gradually, we've built our case inside, and now we know which department we're working with. We've showed them what they're doing. We're showing them the other examples around Ontario and other parts of Canada. There are a lot of examples. And uh, the only difference between all those examples and ourselves is the second step. It's not enough just to put people in a cabin and think it's all solved. It's, it's how do they move forward? What, ha- what if they want to have a family? Or what if they do get a job? Right. But, but here And here's the problem, because you'll get a lot of pushback. Again, you'll get pushback from the unions, but you'll get a lot of people saying, well, hold on. Anything temporary will become permanent, because once again, the city will say, okay, well, we've got something. Let's say use this. And then it won't, I don't think, motivate the cities to get things done uh, any faster. Well, once you, 
once you move into the perimeter housing, that the camp is designed to be in two or three days moved to another site. So same with the same issue, with the same circumstances. So I don't, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't mm-hmm. agree with you. I'm um, just being the devil's advocate because we've seen, um, you know, other people come ahead with the outside the box thinking. And then if it doesn't, you know, measure this specifically, if it's not built, I mean, there's, there's a hundred reasons why it can't be done. And that, and that's, that's the. Yeah, yeah, but it's not outside the box. And what I'm trying to say is the box up until 1950 allowed this. Then we got something called an official plan that said, whoever lives in Toronto right. has to live in a building that cannot be, that cannot be changed. So we've lived with frozen situations since 1950 till now. And we, everybody, that's why we have a housing problem. You weren't allowed to do anything. Now we're sort of easing into it, but it's ridiculous. Um, and, and many, owning a house, a large part of that is before, in, 19, in 1945, uh, about 37% of Torontonians built their own home, and 90% of them had a rental unit or two. And that was the or, origins of what we call the rooming house. So, and the rooming house was you owned by renting. And when you were renting, you owned how you learned how to own because you were in the same situation. So I, I don't think it's new at all. It's yeah. a very old idea that that just you know we we don't we've been suckered into ignoring history. That I will agree with. I, I'm all for outside the box thinking. I will be very curious to see how the city. Uh, thinks of this. Well, well, we'll keep an eye on it, and I'll wish you the very yeah. best of luck. Um, we need to do something. Can't let people live in tents. You know what you I should pre- do? You should call them. Call <laughs> <you>. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mercha. Yeah. yeah, she gets right back to me. Um, I'm going to run out of time, but I'm so glad you could come on, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll see where You're this welcome. where this takes you. Thank you. Okay. This is called uh, well, Two gosh. Steps Home. My guest, John Van Nostrand, and it's not it's not a new idea. Others have tried it. But I guess the city just likes tents everywhere. It's not sustainable. What is going to be done? We're not going to have housing for what? Years. It's going to take years.